It's Backdoor Cut! (laughs) Back for another week. It's Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo here as always with genuine new Milwaukee Bucks convertee, Jake Eisenberg. Man, I'm really living the life. The ups and the downs. (laughs) I'm a true Giannis convert. There's no, there's absolutely no doubt about it. I imagine this is what it felt like to be a LeBron fan in... 2007, Beatty probably knows what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Nodding approvingly. I'm nodding over here for sure. <laughs> oh, and that voice you're hearing there is, has been on the hills longer than anyone in the world, Suns Hill, that is, Matt Beatty. Oh, oh I, don't know. I mean, I'm happy for the compliment, but I don't, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't own that one. I feel like if anything, of the three of us, I think you're the, the early, yeah. adop- you're oh, the the early adopter the of lock. the Suns. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> the lock. Yeah, you I was, called I was the two, Suns. Two, three years early. Yeah, you were the, what, the two years away from being two years away. That was you <laughs> yeah. with the Suns. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I can get around this. I'll claim that. <laughs> Uh, well, well, let's get stuck into it. The Suns are hammering through the Bucks so far. It's 2-0 in the NBA Finals. I mean, they've defended their home court. They did what they're meant to do. Milwaukee hasn't played at home yet. We're about to get there now. But, all right, game one, it was all Suns. This, this wasn't even really a game. Oh, mostly yes. Mostly <laughs> I agree. The, well, the story going into game one was, oh, Giannis is playing. Yeah, that's true. Okay. That's true. He had the knee and injury. I and I was, I, you know, I sent the tweet out that no one heard twice even. I was like, rest Giannis. There's no way he's 100%. And I think even if Giannis plays, there's no chance, not no chance, but there's a very low chance that they win game one in the Valley regardless. I agree. I, I Like, unless he was 100, maybe he was 100% ready. He just he, didn't play that he's good. He's clearly not. Well, he played pretty good in game two. Oh, yeah, but you, you can tell. You can tell he's not doing the same. He's not. He's not. The Euro steps not there. He's not kind of going laterally as well. And he's always. He's kind of every time he goes down, he's he's checking the leg out. I put it. He's he's over over eighty, under a hundred, somewhere in that range. Yeah, he's yeah, okay. That, that percentage. Yeah, but it's the finals, man. You got to play oh, yeah. as well. Oh, I guess you've got, you've got you've got you know max seven games left in the season. This is crunch time now. But yeah, what? I'm, but I'm thinking what? I think getting Giannis to close as close to 100. percent That's the only way that they these guys have a chance. But anyway, they didn't listen to me. He played game one <laughs> strategically. Looked, maybe the wrong yeah. move. Strategically, maybe the wrong move. But um, this Suns team, they are. Not fucking around. Up and down this nah, man. this roster, they're they're we, ready to go. We've been banging on about it for weeks, if not months now. How their team <laughs> is so well rounded. They've got so many different looks, so many different options. Even before they were really winning, we could compliment their no doubt impressive. Uh, I don't know ability to just shape shift to whatever their opponent gives them. And look at it now, like they've got. A coverage for everything. Cameron Johnson's crucial off the bench. I mean, Mikael Bridges had that monster game. I like, well, what what can the Bucks do here? If if Giannis is still putting up forty I, I, points, I, I made the I made the comp in our, our little group chat that I I just think mm-hmm. that Phoenix is is absolutely I think the better team up and down. Like they've just got talent everywhere. They've got a roster that is built for. 2021 basketball like this is how you play in the nba these days 
but then I've always been a big subscriber to the uh, best guy in the series, and that's easily Giannis. And you can't, I don't even think there's a discussion that's there. Like, this is a two time MVP, it's his first finals. Um, I, I don't know, I think the sort of weird quirk with this Bucks team, certainly in years previous and, and, and also this year to an extent, is I think that Giannis has kind of dragged them this far. Like, it, it's, I don't want to say sort of. Bud's almost going against Giannis sometimes or whatever, but like it feels like it sometimes. Yeah, it feels like, it. and it's it's just purely because Giannis is just so fucking good that you know they've they've managed to get over these hurdles and and get to the finals. Um, I think he's he's looked good in little in patches in these games, but yeah, he hasn't been able to string you know a full game together that they probably need him to play, considering that the other guys on the roster probably aren't pulling the weight that you would like them to pull at this time of year. Yeah, look, I mean, game one, I think, was definitely a, okay, where is Giannis at? How and, and even for Giannis himself to kind of understand, how is my body feeling? What can I do? And, I mean, we made, we you know, talk about LeBron earlier in the in his career and the, and the comparisons, but how good was that chase down block in game one on Bridges? That was, and, and, that, and, that, and that makes you, that gives you a, a spark for and hope for the rest of the series being able to to be something special, and he showed it in game two. I mean, game two was unreal. Fifteen from 22, 42 points, twenty three points in the third quarter, most points in a finals game in the last twenty five years. Outshining was it LeBron and Kobe? Uh, most points in a in a quarter. I think unbelievable. It was. Yeah, most points in a quarter in the last twenty five years better than LeBron, better than Kobe. And I've become a the, the main reason I became a Bucks fan for this playoff run was because I believed the upgrade from Eric Bledsoe to Drew Holiday was enough to get them all the way. And Drew Holiday is doing his best fucking Eric Bledsoe impression <laughs> like every second game here. Well, you pointed to us in our chat just the other day how their shooting splits, Bledsoe's shooting splits for the Bucks oh in the playoffs is actually a little bit better than what Drew's putting up right now. Yeah, look, the the, st- the stats make it even worse. The fact that they're they're actually that close surprised me because I do think his impact on the game has been a lot better, like like leaps and bounds better than what Bledsoe was bringing to the table. Um, like Game Seven against the Nets, Drew Holiday turned it on and was clutched. Bledsoe couldn't even dream of that, and defensively. Yeah. Drew Holiday was excellent, I thought, in game two. Man, there was one play where he he picked Chris Paul but then went down the other end and blew the layup and had to sprint back. And I felt like that was like the moment where his game just fell apart. He busted all of that energy to make an awesome play, blew it, had to sprint back, and then from then it was just it was just useless. Um, and then Middleton Fuck me. Like, did he even play? Yeah, he did I th- and this is the thing we're always talking about Middleton. He's like he's so skilled. He's a good player, but he just high like he goes missing. He's not a he's not a superstar. He's not the guy that's going to demand the ball and say I'm going to do this and you know try something audacious. He's just going to hide negative his hole. Negative fifteen. Negative fifteen. Game low. I, I think he's the. I mean, he's a, he's a number two cookie, number three cookie, and he's. He's well and truly in that area. I don't think that that's necessarily 
a bad thing. And he's had games where he's he's been incredibly important. The Bucks don't win yeah. if it's not for what he does. But in the first two games, yeah, he hasn't been good enough. To like it's it's he's almost been dropping to like a number four cookie, number five cookie Dude, at times. Pat Connaughton played infinitely better than actually. Ironically, Pat Connaughton was negative fourteen for the game, <laughs> <laughs> but but Pat Connaughton was four for nine from three, five for ten from the field. He he played his. If you get that from Pat Connaughton in every game, they. They've what got a, real, can you a real, ask? Yeah. real shot, real shot. And no one on this podcast has, a, has been a massive Middleton fan nor detractor. And I think that kind of speaks to really who he is. You know, I don't, yeah. Yeah, and I think in contrast, what I was trying to get over the Suns, right, their starting five is just electric this year. Mm. And, and yeah. They really just kind of all complement each other. You, you, you feel very confident in the sort of knowledge that, hey, if it's if it's Chris Paul's night tonight, then he's got a cooking. And if he doesn't have a cooking, oh, it's Devin Booker's night. And if Devin Booker doesn't have a cooking, it's a it's a DeAndre Ayton night, or it's a Mikael Bridges catches fire from three night. Like it's there's they're, they're just very deep and they all contribute. It's it's that's why I get these sort of weird vibes. It's just like it's kind of Giannis and and his friends versus the Phoenix mm. Suns, and it's. Mm whether or not Giannis can keep up these 40-point games. And then even then, as we saw in game two, just it just wasn't enough, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not enough. This Suns team is too good to yeah. be beaten by just Giannis. They need Middleton and Drew. And look, I, I would be I would be very surprised. I think the Middleton over, whatever it is, is a pretty nice bet because he, he has come through in some pretty pretty solid games and it does seem to come after some of his worst games game game three in milwaukee is going to be unreal well that do you think that there is that much of a home court advantage either way in this series like obviously i I really rate phoenix's home court i think they've been awesome in the playoffs this year milwaukee do you do you think that that is i don't think it's as good as i don't think we got people getting naked in the stands in milwaukee quite like we we do full arena though Oh yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's packed. I oh, mean, have you not seen the the fucking deer district? The deer district, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah mate. There's there's no restrictions. They got they got ten thousand people per square meter out there. It's it's a it's a tightly tightly packed situation. But and also like teams down two home, the the Bucks are going to come out. There's there's no way Phoenix is going to be able to match the intensity that that Milwaukee has. You you just can't psychologically do it. Well, as much we'll as, see. Like they, they've been able to match it in every series so far. No, no, but like when when another team is down two zero, like the Clippers were down two zero. Yeah, they true. Won. Like go, go, like battling battling when you're up two zero is just such a different feeling, and especially with that that energy from the other team. It's like if we don't fucking win this game, then the season's over. So you, I'm gonna take it that you're tipping a Bucks comeback win. I mean, in they this. are yeah, they are favored. They're favored to win. And they should win. Like I, the the Suns shot fifty percent from three in game two, like and and that's part of what they do. They have really good. They have a lot of good shooters. Cam Johnson, obviously, I mean, Booker was set. Booker hit some unreal shots mm. in that game. We see him pinned pinned in the back corner, and he's just and like, like yeah. sitting on that island over there. And I have to go myself. Nailed and and the Bucks played the Bucks played good D on, I thought on Booker and and Chris Paul. But it was just the re- the Bridges twenty seven crowd of three for five from three. The re- the, they're they're a bit, they're a better team. Yeah, it's just we just need a little bit. We just need more from Giannis and 
I mean, from um, from Drew and Chris. Otherwise, we're in trouble, fellas. Well, well, I don't think Josh and I are in trouble. We're, we're <laughs> yeah. sitting pretty. I'm, I'm cheering. <laughs> you're, you're, you're the you're the mayor of Deer District right now. You got to plead the case. God damn it! And look, look, you know, as someone who's you know invested in the success of the Suns financially, but I just, I just, there's there's something about this Bucks team that I, I I've become such a big Giannis fan throughout this playoffs, like. To go from game two against the Nets when it looks like, mate, it send him back to Greece. This, yeah. <laughs> is, there's no point anymore to to what he's done from then to now. He's been un- unbelievable. Like every single game, even even with the free throw thing, he 11 for 18 from the line. I, if you're going to shoot 60% from the line, you're going to get that many shots. That's That's good efficiency. That's fine. That's good numbers. Yeah, it, it's good enough. It's good that's, enough, isn't that's it? That's plenty. Yeah. yeah. The problem is they shot five other free throws. Drew shot two from three. Middleton, Middleton what a, that's zero free. Well, this they, they, they asked uh, in the post-match press conference, they pressed Coach Bud about it. What do you reckon about the free throws? And he was going on how, well, if, you know, Phoenix is scoring 25 points from the free throw line, we're already behind. We're going to have to get those numbers up, stay aggressive, and they're not getting the calls. Do you think it's a matter of them not getting the calls or they're just they're not going for the right spots? No, I think it has way more to do with the mentality. I mean, the Suns won game two and they they shot 14 free throws, 12 for 14. The Bucks shot 20, 23 three free throws, 15 from 23. It's just you gotta, you got to get downhill. Middleton's got to be better. I mean, P.J. Tucker, I don't know if this is a series for him. What do you, I don't know what... What you do with him? He's well. PJ really... Tucker's value comes in planting him in the corner, and and then he can body up on defense. But, but he's not in the Suns, they're not going to just leave him in that corner alone. They've got enough coverage of everyone, and that's been the most impressive thing. Like the Bucks are struggling to get these wide open looks. It's not like they're just bricking shots. They're tough shots every time, and it just doesn't. I even in Milwaukee, I feel like it's going to need to be a really big performance from everyone to get a win here. Do you think they do something different? Like, I think PJ Tucker's been... I don't think this is a series for him. Well, what's the alternative? More Bobby Portis. Yeah, yeah maybe maybe so. two bit two bigs. Pound him a little I bit. So. Give I don't like it because I, I, I mean, PJ Tucker seems to have guarded Chris Paul a lot in the first yeah. few games. And I, I mean, from that aspect, I kind of get it. And I think it's probably defensively, at least it's a good matchup. Obviously, you're giving up a, a fair bit on the other end and you know, you're right to question what he brings on offense aside from, you know, spacing for a corner three. But I I don't know. Like, I, I don't, as much as I was pushing Bobby Portis's case in the, the last series, I just don't know, again, if the Bucks have the depth on their bench to be able to, I mean, obviously, yes, you have to try and make some sort of adjustments. But I, I do think that PJ, he's not going to fall out of the rotation. No, no, no. He's going, well, they're, they're, he's, yeah. He's, yeah, it's it's just, yeah, they I don't have, know. They like, don't have the bodies. They don't have a lot of options here. Yeah. I it, mean, it goes back to the, the Suns' depth because they, they bring on Bobby, Bobby Portis, maybe give him more minutes, but then Suns can give Saric some minutes. He hasn't had any. Or, no, he's or too, did his ACL, or, mate. He's cool. Oh, right, Saric right, right. is cool. <laughs> well, that'd be why. But it's not, it's, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, the, the point other, is, though, it's yeah. Tory Craig, and it's just like, well, yeah, yeah. How, how, are we, how is Tory Craig getting by in the NBA Finals? And it's just because, well, You've got PJ Tucker on the other end, so it kind of mm. like that's how it sort of balances out a little bit. He's got Monty Williams whispering 
like basketball just <laughs> sweet nothings into his yeah. ear and giving him the confidence you know you, yeah look it's there's not a lot of options for the for the for the bucks but you know who's been good who I'm who probably needs to play more is Lopez he's only played like 22 and 27 yeah 27 minutes i think you just got to beat the shit out of them i think that's got to be your you go I, porters Giannis, lopez you just really go deep. giant go giant yeah maybe try maybe go that's giant. it I, I, I think Good the way that Connington's been playing, like I think you have to try. I would nearly even start him. Yeah. I don't know, necessarily know whether Portis yeah. is going to start. I do agree, though, in general. I, I do think that the more we can get Lopez on the floor, offensively at least, it's going to make sense for Milwaukee. I think the problem comes on the other end where Lopez gets yeah. cooked a little bit on defense. and, and that's, even, even in game hard. one, he yes, Chris Paul and Booker killed him, but... Yeah. It wasn't terrible. I don't think it was terrible. Ah, but I think it, it has the potential to be terrible. I, I just think <laughs> that Lopez is not... I mean, it, it's very like... Lopez is, again, another one of these bigs where they tend to drop and they'll play drop coverage. And CP's just going to pick that apart. And then the alternative is where you, you play Portis at the five and Portis will come out and in a very uh, Tom Thibodeau Bulls. He's, yeah. he's going to be shown on the screen. But then Chris Paul's... Oh, no. He's just going to pick that apart as well. So it's, Those were some amazing highlights of Chris yeah. Paul. Bobby Adjustments on the fly, yeah, it's yeah, it was it was really fascinating to watch. I I don't know, man. It's it's really t- I, I do agree in very basic sentiment though that I think that Milwaukee just got to get inside and, and dominate the paint, score the majority of their points in the paint. I want Lopez on one side of the block and I want Giannis on the other yeah, side of the block. Just go. Like surely there is some sort of uh, like what has a matchup been on Giannis? Like who's it's it's been Aiton, hasn't it's been it? Really? Aiton, yeah. Aiton. And Aiton's done a really good job, but like that's where if you have Aiton and oh, sorry, not Aiton, uh, Giannis and Lopez on the floor at the same time, like surely there you yeah. can try and there's got to be a mismatch there somewhere. Well, well, that's right. It's like surely, I mean, Lopez, the Nets franchise leading scorer, has the ability to take Jay Crowder into the post. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. Like he. Lopez is really fucking good. The, the, I guess the, the other point, though, is that if, if if you go down this route, and this is kind of what we're suggesting, that you, you really you, you you're foregoing defense a little bit by by pumping those Lopez minutes up a little bit. Like, do you want to get into a track meet with Phoenix? And I, I think mm. that's probably the the flip side. Where I mean, this team's full of scorers, and I I think they can get up and down the floor. They can also play on the half court. They're just I I don't know if that's kind of what you want to somehow inadvertently get yourself into as well. It's a pickle because on on offense, you you want that for the Bucks because you want to get Giannis out and running. Yes, yeah. But on defense, no, you don't want that. Yes. You don't want that. And this, again, it's just pointing to the conundrums that the Suns' depth and ability to shapeshift give you. Because, like, how we could try this, we could try this, we could try this. They have an answer for all of it. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of like your idea of just pound them, though. At this point, what, 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 yeah. What else can they really throw at them? Well, at least, at least if it starts going a little bit pear shaped, you've got that. Surely you've got that in your back pocket. You can just go. But I'm not sure. If, if, I don't know if it would work. It's Giannis, back pocket Portis time. and Lopez. Yeah, I mean, because like the floor on offense would still be f- spread with mm. Portis and Lopez out there. Yeah, so you can put shoot. Lopez out on the three-point line. Yeah, but then, I don't know. Like, if Lopez is outside, it kind of negates the yeah. purpose of a little the bit, first yeah. place. Yeah. It's kind bit. of the conundrum that the Cavs eventually had with Kevin Love. It's like, this guy's a great rebounder, but he's nowhere near the basket. Yeah, yeah, he's 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, yeah I, dude, Lopez can. Yeah, I, I just, I think it's got to be. You've kind of got to attack Jay Crowder. I'm assuming that Jay Crowder is going to guard the other big, right? Yeah. Or I mean, because Mikael Bridges has kind of had. He's had Giannis, has he for for long stretches? Yeah. yeah so yeah, it's been a mix. They've been they've been mixing and matching. Yeah. But that's but that's but that's not a good option. Like if you say go at go at Jay Crowder, the, the reason he's been to the finals, finals two years in a row yeah. and conference finals with Boston is because he's he can fucking defend everyone. Yeah, like he plays hard, salts like really well. So yeah, <laughs> there's no easy answers from Milwaukee. Out and the the only easy change you see from Milwaukee is Middleton and Holiday need to be better. And if if if, if they if they just play better, then the Buck can easily win Game Three. If they just play well, then good to go. It's, it's at least incredibly tight. Yeah. At worst. Well, and I mean, I don't know, Chris. What Chris had? What did he have in game one? Eleven 20, points. Twenty nine points in game one, though. So it's like, yeah. What do you, like? I do you think that's unreasonable to expect more from Chris Middleton? Obviously, no, game no, that, two was disappointing, but like, if he gives you twenty nine, then that's probably good, right? No, that's fine. But the problem is. Holiday went four for fourteen, and, and yeah, and Giannis and had a quiet went, game. Yeah, well. he yeah. was. Yeah, well, I mean, Giannis had twenty and seventeen and four, two steals and a block, coming off a fucking knee that went and that, wrong and that's, away. And yeah. that's, I mean, I, when I say Giannis had a quiet game, that's what I like. This is the yeah. expectations that we have <laughs> yeah. for the. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, 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 it's like anyone his first else. Game. This is a monster game. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. Dwight Howard's um, best game ever. And, yeah, yeah, you're exactly. right, Jake. Considering that you know an hour before tip off, no one even knew if he was going to play. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's on it's on holiday and Middleton to play well at the same time. Otherwise, like, good luck. So fingers crossed that that actually happens because I think as even unless you're like a Suns fan, which I would I would imagine most people are hoping that the Bucks win Game Three, so we have a good final. You, you uh, said Bucks in six, didn't you? Are you still? That's you still that's not looking thinking? good. Yeah, that's looking. I, we, I think Beatty and I both predicted seven games. I said Suns in seven, yeah. And I, I mean, but that's not looking good either. Well, it, yeah, it depends what happens tomorrow. I mean, if they if if the Suns get the result tomorrow, well, then yeah, that's it. Yes. But um, well, well I'm, sorry, no, no, sorry, yeah, no, it, it could probably be Suns in five if anything. Yeah, then. but um, I mean, yeah, I don't think, like. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not too. Ultimately, again, you're meant to hold home court. Yeah, that's what exactly. Phoenix have done, and now the onus is on Milwaukee to to do the same. So it, it, it's a good matchup tomorrow. I'm keen. Slightly off topic, do you guys uh, see anything in the Kendall Jenner? I'll give you a baby if you win the championship. That's Whoa, weird. What is man. this? That, Did I miss I, this? Is that real? I don't think that was real, man. <laughs> Did you miss that? I have question marks. Yes, on, I that definitely missed that. Uh, on Twitter, that Kendall, can't Jenner, be real. Kendall Jenner, who's dating uh, Devin Booker right now. Yeah, no, tweeted, I know that. Uh, not I'll give you. A, I'll give rock. you a baby if you win the championship. That can't be right. <laughs> well, man, that that could be some fake news, Josh. I don't know where you got that from. Yeah, I, I, did, I did. I did see it as well on like a Facebook NBA page. I don't, I don't think that it, can't be right. I don't know if it's valid though. It's kind oh, of I creepy saw, as well. I like, thought why I would saw you? it. Yeah, I'm sure you saw it. But man, we we got. A- was it a primary source? No, secondary no, no. source? The, you know? Yeah, yeah. This is this is secondary. Oh no! I'll, yeah, yeah. I don't know. All right, so now you've got me on lifeandstylemag.com. We got it. We got, we got to move <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> well, who knows if that is uh, the motivation Devin Booker needs <laughs> to get this done? Um, but well, that's pretty much the series so far. We're going to have to see how Milwaukee holds their home court, and we can't find out till tomorrow. 
So you think uh, the adjustment though is to go big, 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 yeah. right? That's yeah, just cool. just smash the shit out. When of When Bud trots out that lineup on on uh, tomorrow, we'll we'll know that he's listened in. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You fucking hundred percent better be. Um, in Pop's other, Pop's not giving basket. him any tips. So, so sorry, Pop's Sp- not giving him any tips. He might as well listen to us. Speaking of Pop, though, yeah, there we go. I saw I saw him uh, running running lines with his team yeah, USA mate. practice. He made a mistake. He's got to run lines. He's just like anyone else. Um, Dude, Pop's but, moving for a seventy-two-year-old. Yeah, he was hustling up and down that court. Good on him. Wasn't enough though. Uh, we had a, a couple of <laughs> couple of international matches today. Um, Team USA versus Nigeria. Nigeria wins twenty-three pointers uh, to make Team USA have to endure their third ever exhibition loss, which is just wild. And then later on, the Boomers beat uh, Luis Scola, forty-one-year-old Luis Scola's Argentina <laughs> out there with Faku Campazzo. <laughs> Uh, what a day. What a day. I can't right, wait for the just, Olympics ball. That was so much you just put forward. I had so much to react to there. <laughs> Skull up. I cannot... I play. I watched the entire first half assuming that was a different person and then <laughs> and then on, went, hopped on Twitter and was like, oh, shit, that's the same guy. 41. That's, actually, that's Louis Skull up. Amazing for 41. It's um, crazy because I used to think in, when he was in the NBA, he was so old. <laughs> and he's yeah. been gone for years. <laughs> well, he, he has been gone for years and he's old. Oh, man. So Nigeria and the USA played and uh, the USA broke or Nigeria broke the record for the largest international deficit of all time. 156 wow. to 70 something, I believe, off the top of my head. And now, Nigeria gets the win. Yeah, against Team USA. Very impressively, and with a lot of NBA talent on that team. Oh yeah, we're going through it Just before. A little bit. Like, yeah, I guess I didn't realize you don't hear a lot about the Nigerian national basketball team, but uh, man, they got some players. They got a lot of players. Gabe Vincent. They, they, they Precious. came to play. Gabe Vincent, Precious, who. Blocked KD at the summit. I mean, go check that awesome. player. That was that was awesome. KD thought he had no shot of getting blocked, and Achua just no worries. Yeah, there's no there's no Brook Lopez here. This is precious Achua. Yeah, yeah. We'll block the shit out of you. Oh, and uh, uh, we heard you you noted earlier, Jake, that um, Damian Lillard had a below par defensive oh my performance. God. So let me fr- let me frame. Look, I think you know we all know that I'm a big Jason Tatum fan. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> Jason Tatum four for seven, fifteen point seven rebounds. KD Lillard Beal nine for 30, 33 and eleven. What are we doing here? We know who the best player on this team USA is. <laughs> Give Let's him the ball. <laughs> run it through the big dog. <laughs> Jason Tatum, this is this is it. This is his. This is that moment where like he he takes the torch from the last generation and he does, carries it forward. Happens all K- the time on these exactly. Team USA teams. Does KD have amnesia? Did he not remember KD dropping fifty <laughs> on his head in the first round? Honestly, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Like this was. I mean, yeah, whatever. But um, Lillard defense was awful. Oh, game one, 
But I tell you, um, Beale and, and Lillard is, you know, as a bit of a showcase trying to show the Boston that they you know, deserve to be traded for Jalen Brown. I don't know. I'd, I right. think I think I'd keep Jalen over Beal. And I'd Dame. May, I'd maybe consider Dame. Yeah, well, consider Dame. D- okay, we'll, <laughs> we'll put that to the side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We, I know we, you, you saw bits and pieces, Beatty. Thoughts uh, on Team USA versus uh, Nigeria? One, it's a warm-up game. So yeah. like, to an extent, just who cares? Still their third exhibition yeah. loss ever. Uh, as someone who is a fan of international hoops and I would love international hoops to become a bigger thing and, and yeah. mean more, like it's awesome. It's a huge result for Nigeria. It's, you know, any time that the U.S. loses, it's kind of like the All Blacks losing in rugby. It's just like it's a yeah. fucking – it's a big deal when the U.S. loses, even if it's a warm-up exhibition game. I I mean, it'll be interesting what the, the U.S. do with their roster come Olympics. And, you know, I, I thought Bam Adebayo is like a perfect sort of big man for this, for FIBA ball. Like, he's awesome out there. I think they're going to run a lot of KD at the five. Obviously, mm. they've got to try and integrate Booker and Middleton and Holiday in after the finals. How awkward. Um, well, I don't, yeah, it's just. I mean, it's, I mean, if there's a coach that's going to do it and do it well, it's going to be pop. But like, yeah. I don't know. At the same time, you're starting five of Lillard, Beal, Tatum, Bam, and and uh, who was the center? Durant. Oh, uh, Durant. Sorry, Durant and Bam. Yeah, yeah that like, guy. Fuck, that's that's pretty. That's a red hot starting five. Like, how do you, <laughs> like, you know, Should maybe enough. maybe those other boys you just chill on the bench for a little bit and, and yeah. chill out. Like, yeah, looking, you see, fucking Jaron, Jerry and Grant, Jeremy Grant out there, like. How did he make the Team USA roster? I, I, I kind of thought that as well. What? But I, I think the, that we, we kind of had a little bit of discussion before where the bigs for, for the US after the no. top one or two, it's kind of a the, – the pickings are a little bit slim. Yeah. yeah, we tried to make a list afterwards because, like, where is the big man that can shoot threes? And it's Miles Turner and Lopez who were there at the World Championships. Yeah. I think – they would probably fit better and make more sense now because the, the squad around them is a lot better. But still, they're not they're not all stars. They're not you know Kevin not going to look back on those guys in pictures yeah. and be like, oh my god, Brook Lopez yes. as well. Yeah. Uh, but who? But like Carl Anthony Towns, he is not a Team USA guy though, right? Is he? Ooh, Domin- yeah, is he... I think he might be Dominican. Yeah. That, that's a weird one, actually. It's a good. Point, I don't. Right? I don't think he is a Team USA guy. I know Al Horford's not a Team USA guy. I think he's Dominican as well. Yeah, Puerto, yeah, 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 yeah. Puerto Rico. Um, Embiid, obviously. It's Cameroon. Cameroon. Y- Jokic, um, Serbian. Yeah. Jokic, go bear. Yeah. And even Aiton is, is Baham- technically Bahamas, Bahamas I but, think, yeah. but, but apparently there is some way to get him on the team. Um, right. But yeah, the the big man rotation is not excellent. But I think Dr- Draymond was actually pretty pretty awesome today. I think he's probably when it gets to crunch time, yes, as, as was, good as Bam is. I wanted to make that point too. Yeah, I I mean whether maybe you find a lineup of five where Bam and Draymond's both there. I don't know, but I, I do think you that can Draymond's, definitely figure that out. Draymond's yeah. definitely he's got the IQ for it. Yeah. And you know, you trust him to make the right play. Sure, he's not a knockdown shooter. He's not going to mm. go get you a bucket, but like defensively, he's going to make the right play. Awesome FIBA player. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which is it's it's incredible to say considering he's shooting. Like usually in FIBA, you kind of want shooting, and for a guy to. You know, we're talking about him as yeah, he's he should fit and he should be really good, but he actually isn't a, a knockdown shooter. But it's testament to just how good he is at pretty much everything else. 
What about uh, moving into the Boomers? What about them today against uh, Argentina? They escaped with what was it? Uh, uh, Paddy Mills knocked down a, a, a three ball on the on the siren for for oh, Paddy. As always, got to rely on Paddy to get it done. Dude, Paddy is so fucking good yeah. for the Boomers. Unreal. I mean, no better way to get the people revved up for some Olympics basketball than than Argentina. Yeah. Australia, you've got Faku throwing dimes and bombing threes. You've got 49-year-old Louis Scola, Patty Mills, <laughs> buzzer beaters. Yeah. And you know what? Who needs Ben Simmons when you've got <laughs> Matisse Thibel? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure we were about to get to that, no doubt. But Matisse Thibel, what a monster on D. He may have had the best game I've ever seen him play today. Maybe. Maybe he was awesome. He was, he was, he was the leading scorer out of the sky. I'm pretty sure he was the leading scorer. He had like 25 steals and 19 blocks. Something. No, I'm just kidding. An, an, an unreal stat line. He was everywhere, and you could tell that the team was really backing him. Like he had this, um, this block in the corner. He could have blocked it with his head. He got there so easily. And Patty Mills and the bench were just loving Going him all off, over yeah. him. Yeah, and. Just the vibes. I think a, a Fiebel Boomers jersey is going to have to be the next purchase. Oh, I mean. nice, nice. It's... Maybe, maybe Philly maxed out the wrong Aussie. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> there is a 0% chance that Ben Simmons' Ben Simmons's off-season does not look better <laughs> and he does not develop more skills by coming to the Olympics and playing with the Boomers than he does sitting courtside at the Wimbledon. Yeah, I don't know, man. It just heaps more pressure on him because now he now he really has to come in next yeah, if year. He, if he doesn't come back with like one thing that's like obviously improved better, it's like <laughs> he's like, you know what I've improved at? Tennis. <laughs> Kissing. You can. That was very PG of you, Beatty. <laughs> I, I don't know though. Like I've man, I have been a Ben defender for as long as possible, but I just can't. Do it <laughs> yeah. Like, and I don't. Especially with, yeah. I have no expectations for him coming back and being no. any better than I think he'll be the exactly same guy. And and in the regular season, that's fine. But we'll probably end up getting the same result in the playoffs. Maybe that's what we need. Maybe we just need to reset. Yeah, back to zero expectations, and then he'll come out and be cool again. No, we've got to completely shift our entire psyche and focus onto Thibel and Dante Exum. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. and Joe Ingles. Give that 4 and 20 ad to Joe Ingles. Like, why does Ben Simmons have to be? (laughs) Paddy Mills and Joe Ingles, (laughs) get him up there. Yeah, like, happy for Dante. He had some really nice moments today. He's obviously playing for a contract. I have no doubt he'll get one. It's just crazy that he's... Well, been so injured for half a decade. We were saying off mic before, like the guy clearly has an ability because yeah. it keeps coming back again and again and he shows a flash here and he shows a flash there. Then he gets injured again and then he shows another flash. Like it's just such a shame that he hasn't had a long, consistent run because who knows what he could be doing right now if he'd just been able to play. He's still so inexperienced for someone that's been in the league for as long as he has. Yeah, I, I think it's an interesting dynamic that there's a bunch of guys on this Boomers roster that are, are kind of playing for a deal next year. I think Baines is off contract or the Raptors have yep. got a, a team option, which I doubt they'll pick up considering the year that he had. He 
he kind of had a down year. Um, yeah, I and he was good tonight. Well, yeah, yeah he, was, he, he was launching a little bit. Yeah, but I, I'm happy. I, given the way that his his game has kind of developed over the years, I'm, I'm almost kind of happy for him to do that if it's a good enough look for him. I think that the, the sort of smaller fever line is is an interesting dynamic dynamic to watch when you, you you're coming from watching a heap of NBA and then come to fever and like certainly for for Team USA, but also for for this Aussie team where a bunch of the guys are in the NBA as well. Like it's like. Sometimes you just thought, yeah, Baines, you have that. Shoot that. Like, yeah, like, yeah, and some I was in that Team USA game. I think Lillard hit a three, and I'm like watching it at the time. I was like, mate, you're you're shooting from the logo in the NBA. Like, what are you? This is like this is kiddies compared to that. Like, you, this is you, you should be you should be scoring thirty a, a night, mate. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. So I don't. Yeah, it's I don't know. Like, I think the Aussies will 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 kind of use these warm-up games and sort their rotation out. I, I don't think their offense was quite where it could be or where it needs to be if, if they want to fulfill their ambition of, of meddling in Tokyo. I, I, I definitely think that in the, the yeah. little bits that I saw to, to, to today, they're very much a up-and-down, full-court transition kind of a, a offense. And I don't know whether or not that's that's not going to fly against the U.S. If, if you get the U.S. in a semis or a, a, a final situation, go gold medal match. Obviously, the athleticism is just next level. So it's you probably they're going to have to use these next few games to try and work out what they can do in the half court. Yeah, and like obviously it's one game with Nigeria, but like they have the the athletes. They've to, got the yeah, absolutely. To and I mean, w- worst case scenario, you play full ISO ball, and you've got five guys who yeah. can fucking score in ISO on you. So it's it's this is the conundrum every time we talk about international ball. <sighs> but you know, obviously, this is a. I think there's been a, an ambition for a while now with the Boomers, and that they're yeah. going to medal last World Champs, uh, Rio Olympics, mm. and unfortunately, they've come short every time. But this is we're still yeah. in this little window, and hopefully, this is this is the time. Yeah, there is a little window uh, here that's obviously ending a little bit. Obviously, Ingles and Patty are getting up there. We've already bit. lost Andrew Bogut as yeah, well. Bogut. Yeah, Bogut. Um, but today really gave me a bit of hope. I mean, like Thibault. And obviously, Exum, hopefully he can stay healthy. But I don't think we saw much of Josh Giddy today. I didn't see him even get on at all. I don't think Giddy got any minutes, no. Yeah. yeah. But, but obviously, Josh, he, Josh he... Green's another one as well. Yep. yep. Josh Green. A couple, like, of a, our, couple of NBA, NBL boys got yeah. a few minutes today. Uh, Nick Kay, uh, yeah, Jock was... Lawndale, well, Nick, uh, Nick, Nick Kay's been playing in Europe. But like he has oh, been okay. a, a mainstay of this Boomers yeah. team for a while now. But yeah, yeah. And Sobe every time he plays, minutes, I'm like... Every time he plays, I'm like, you're just a super tall, white guy, slow guy. Yeah, yeah it's very. That's yeah. That's Nick K. That's that's yeah. European ball to an extent, NBL ball to an extent. Yeah, yeah. I think the but one like, to watch yeah. is definitely Landau because Landau plays yeah. with that next level aggression. Yeah. I think I, I I think he'll make the NBA one day. Hopefully, mm. fingers crossed. But yeah, and who was the guy? Fuck, he he didn't. Did he start? But he got offered an move. Was maybe it was Landau, but he got offered an. Is Landau with Melbourne United? Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got offered a contract. That's what they said on the broadcast in the middle of the NBL season. Right. But he decided to to stay and to yeah, stay okay. and like yeah. get get the get the chip, and he did. So yeah, maybe, I have no doubt that he'll get a shot. But like Giddy, Giddy's projected to be a top. He's been rising heaps. Like I wanted the Celtics to get him until they traded their pick, it's, but now he's looking like top ten maybe. It's very interesting that he didn't get. I mean, I suppose maybe since it was a close game and they kind of wanted to to win it, I suppose. But like. Mm-hmm. 
I would expect him to tr- get some run in, in the other exhibition games because mm. I, I, I don't know whether or not he's in the final 12 for Tokyo. I think mm. he, he might be in that weird 13 to 15 range where he's, he's being brought over as an emergency player, but unless yeah. there's an injury, I don't think he'll actually get a look. So mm. hopefully we get a look at him in these mm. exhibition games, yeah. Well, maybe there's some kind of chicanery stuff going on because he's getting drafted. Do they want him to play? Yeah, slash not want him to play. absolutely, yeah. I don't know if there's something going on there, but hopefully we we get to see it. But yeah, the, the, there's definitely three, four young guys. Yeah, Josh Green, Thibault, Exum, Giddy. That's a nice, like you know, if you got four solid NBA players on your Aussie squad, a few veterans and and whatnot like that. That that's at least a fun future for the Boomers. The other I mean, one, it's got it's got to be one of our best teams we've put forward. Yeah, yeah. Oh, coming. Yeah, I, they're I always mean, right on that. Like metal cusp. The, the world championships in nineteen was the big miss because that was, yeah. we really needed to like still having Bogut was such a big thing and yeah. you know if obviously if COVID never happened and, and the Olympics took place as I was supposed to last year I think Bogut still would have been there he would have hung around for that he couldn't he couldn't hang around till a year later down the track and I think a lot a big part of the Boomers' offense in the half court kind of goes through Bogut they, they he's he's a big facilitator on that elbow so. Sort of this is the, the post Bogut boomers and how they make that adjustment. Obviously, it's a new coaching staff as well. Brian Gorgians, he's new to the scene. They've had coaching changes there, so uh, he, he's not unfamiliar to Australian hoops. He's a he's the, he's, he's the goat in Australian hoops coaching talk. So, mm. but it, it's just sort of um, I guess bringing all these guys in and, and getting them all to gel and, and come under the, the one banner and, and play as a team. There's just there's just no easy wins now as well though. Like the, the the, the playing field's been leveled, been leveled yeah. right? Like Nigeria nine years ago has the worst loss in, in international hoops history. And then today they beat Team USA. Like there's no Argentina, like Germany. Every, every like, like I saw Mo Wagner had a monster game in an exhibition last week. Yeah, It's like every, every team has two or three NBA guys plus the NBA, the basketball in general, just like growing internationally. There's no easy wins, so like, I mean, put it like fifty-fifty whether or not they get the medal. I have no idea. It's just tough. And it's it's also the way that qualifying works for this Olympic tournament. I mean, we're missing some really good teams. Like Serbia missed out. Yeah. Um, I think there was a there was another good team in Europe. Europe a Croatia, I think, might have missed out. There's a yep, bunch of Croatia teams in missed Europe. out. Lithuania, who's got a, a stack of NBA guys, they missed out. So, it's. It's it's unfortunate, but it's it's just the way it is. And and again, that probably signals that this is a fucking opportune time for the booms to try and win a medal. But at the same time, yeah. you're 100 percent right, Jake. Like it's, it's this is there's no easy games. It's tough. No. It's very tough to win. Yeah. Well, how exciting! We've we've just we're coming to the end of a awesome NBA season. Mm. The finals have well, who knows how many games to go, but we're already two down, and the Suns hopefully are five. Hopefully, hopefully five. five. Yeah. Hopefully five. Um, and then as soon as that's done, we've got this awesome Olympic international ball tournament to look forward to. Yeah. We've got all the exhibition matches coming up. They're looking great. So, I think we've mentioned earlier Team USA versus Australia on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Going to have that circled on your calendar. And then what, after the Olympics, straight into Summer League, mate. Let's yeah. Oh, dude. Vegas is the place to be. Let's get on a plane. Honestly, we, we should have just been there for two Open months. Open the borders, ScoMo. <laughs> Let the boys live. Let's go. Play some blackjack. See some giddy. Could have been at the McCona- the McGregor fight today. It could have been. Oh, could have seen it all. 
I don't know. Yeah. That, that may have been a bit pricey to get in there to that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, otherwise, that's pretty much I got to talk about this week until yeah. we find out a bit more about these fin- finals. Could be wrapped up by the next time we talk, fellas. We just don't know. Um, it's very possible. Yeah. Look, game. Probably not because game five is on Sunday. Okay. So um, unless the Phoenix just sweep them, we should have at least. <laughs> One last chat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, until then, you Virginia Tobacco Cut. My name's Josh DiMatteo. Here, as always, with Matt Beatty and Jake Eisenberg. Till next week. Peace.